0: Welcome to the Hidden Wire Podcast, episode 944. My interview with Carl Stave, Brings gratitude to the show. Carl, welcome to the Hidden Wire Podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: Great to have you here. Thank you. What are you um, grateful for today?
1: Oh, man. So many things. Uh, uh, My wife, my kids uh oxygen the sun um there's so many things the floor that i'm standing on the water that's next to me uh life is amazing and uh, i'm just so lucky to be experiencing it
0: so what's your situation man you got a wife a couple of kids is it
1: yeah uh be married 14 years next month uh to nikki and I have an older boy named Gavin and a younger boy, uh, Eric, uh, 11 and 5.
0: Oh, nice. Nice one. Yeah. So um, keeping you well and truly occupied. And, and your your background, mate, you've got a book out. Um, well, it's been out for a mm, couple of years now, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Titled Bring Gratitude. So all about the gratitude, um, which is a topic certainly that we're familiar uh, with on the, the Hidden Why podcast, but I always uh, love new perspectives and Uh, I like to be refreshed with some of these topics because gratitude is certainly something if I look at my own life I don't really practice regularly I'm pretty grateful generally I think but I don't have a any particular sort of practice if that makes sense so I love um, delving into these topics uh, with guests like yourself and uh, first I just want to sort of find out what your backstory is like what what drove you to writing this book
1: ah yeah uh so uh what what's really important is to, to really understand your why, um, around things. And for me, that why with this book was I struggled with gratitude. I, um, fell onto the, uh, glasses, half empty, um, attitude. I, uh, struggled. Uh, I complained a lot in my own head. I struggled in relationships and, um, you know, I how long was, back
0: are we talking, like
1: I mean, years. I remember uh, maybe about 10 years ago, my wife gave me a uh, speaker to have in her house. Uh, and this is uh, when Alexa was coming out. So maybe not quite eight. It's like maybe seven, eight years ago uh, for Alexa. And uh, I was like, ooh, that looks cool. And that was on my list. And she gave me another speaker. And uh, it was, it was fantastic. It sounded fantastic, but it wasn't the voice activated speaker that I was looking for. And uh, Mm. I remember my first reaction was like, oh, they didn't have the one I wanted. And I felt like such shit. I (laughs) couldn't believe those words popped out on Christmas morning. That you know, my wife did this research, found this you know uh, great speaker, great sounding speaker, um, but it wasn't the one I wanted, and uh, my expectation was one thing, and that my expectations weren't met. And um, first thing I went to was uh, complaining inside my own head, Mm. and then I verbalized it, and you know just felt like such an ass. and I knew I had a problem. Uh, I've done a lot of studying around happiness. Uh, I had a website called Work Happy Now, and it taught me a lot. At that time,
0: like when when at, you...
1: at that time, yep. So uh, you know, just you know, a lot of research. What does what does happiness look like for people? How's that? How do people? You know. Bring that into their lives. Um, I still struggle with it, and you know, we we study what we want to teach, right? And and uh, um, and we teach what we want to study, what we want to um, what we want to grow into. Yeah. And so I always uh, the research kept coming back to gratitude, you know, and um, yeah, you know, and so many experts: Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey, you name it. And it's like, gratitude is a part of their daily routine and Ooh. uh and it's not if you know like we talked about earlier is uh, you know gratitude is is sometimes not necessarily something like um you have to do uh, for me I did because I was in such a negative space yeah. that I wanted to change how I thought and our brains as we get older they're not as malleable, but they still can adjust and they can still adapt. And so it's, it's using those tools. And I decided I was going all in on gratitude. Um, uh, my dad was in the hospital yeah. and I could feel myself going down that dark place of like, you know, why me? And th- that's the silly part. When somebody else dies, it's, it's, we, we seem to put it about ourselves yeah. and, um, I was like, you know, you know, just feeling sorry for myself. And, and, uh, I had a great life, you know, my father was 70 years old at the time, had him for 40 years. Um, I couldn't complain, you know, uh, of, you know, where I was at in the situation. And, uh, yet I, I was distraught and, and, uh, you know, I, to a certain extent, rightfully so, but, I realized, you know, as my dad was is uh, when I went to visit him, you know, he was going downhill fast. I flew up from Texas to Pennsylvania, um, saw him in the hospital. And uh, when I left, I was pretty sure that was the last time I was going to see him. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was he died a little less than two weeks later. And uh, it was when I was in the hospital, I took out my phone and I just started listing all the things I was grateful for about him. And I felt so much better. I felt more relaxed. I felt happier. I felt calmer. Um, and I was like, okay, all the science made sense and it worked. And so that's when I was on my journey to, um, keep a gratitude journal. I did it for a year straight. Um, Mm -hmm. before that I tried two times, never really took. And, uh, that, that's when I realized I was on to something and I wanted to share that with the world. And um, that's when the book, uh, the gratitude entries turned into uh, larger journal entries about my father um, and then about how I processed it. And so it turned into 109 little short stories that uh, showed the arc of me kind of changing how I, I viewed the world.
0: Yeah, very cool. Like it. Um, bit of a backstory there too. So the happiness, what was it? The happiness work website?
1: Work happy now. Yeah. Work
0: happy now. I mean, what, what started that? I mean, is that, it was that a, a long-term project? How long was that going for?
1: Uh, that was 10 years, uh, 10 years. from okay,
0: see, so you, so you've been doing this thing for, for some time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I've, uh, spoken on NPR. I've written for Zen Habits, Copyblogger, uh, Forbes, um, I've been, you know, featured in other magazines, but I—the reason that I switched and uh, i am I'm making a, a a shift again in my business is to just create more alignment um, with the work that I'm doing. Kind of, uh, kind of lining up what's really going on inside me.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: what, and how I want to teach people. And, uh, so from work happy now, I took a break for about a year from writing. I still journaled, but I didn't write. And then, um, I went, I, I created bring gratitude. I brought that, my writing came back, the, the energy came back. And now that I've kind of expanded, uh, into habits and sleep and, uh, you know, just routines, I, I am I'm switching, I'm, I'm rebranding to dig the fly. And the idea is you got to dig deep to fly high. And that's what I did with the gratitude stuff. I When my dad was struggling, I dug deep and I was like, I'm not going down this dark path. I'm not going into depression. I'm going to focus on the good things in my life. And by digging deep, man, it really changed everything for me. Yeah, And, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm so much happier for it.
0: I like it. That's so the, much um, the search for happiness, I mean, it's, it's a big part of this podcast and the why uh, of me, I suppose. Um, and I like the idea that, you know, we do seem to, the thing that we want to try and figure out and learn and study is what we often, you know, teach as well or share. Um, when you reflect back on those, those years of work happy now and when you got to that point where you just, you know, we're still not probably finding that happiness, um, and then you, you started to realize that perhaps gratitude was the answer. In reflection, was there anything in particular that you look back on and go, that's, that's sort of what was missing or or that's what was actually causing this turmoil? Like, was there any?
1: Um, so, yeah, okay, so... reflecting
0: back on on the, um, on the that point where you sort of, you know, felt like shit at Christmas because you weren't being grateful for, for what you had in life. Was there anything that you'd sort of looked at that was missing up to that point that? was a trigger for that? Like, was there, you look back yeah. and go, I just wasn't, I don't know. Cause you, I mean, you were studying, ha- studying happiness. So you,
1: yeah, sort of, yeah. You'd, you would think I would know better, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I, guess, uh, the trigger was my emotions. Um, I really, I felt out of touch with my emotions. Um, mm. I, I think, man, this is not, this is probably uh, most of my friends, uh, my guy friends, uh, most of the people I coach, uh, uh, my clients, um, a lot of men are out of touch with how, you know, we're taught to power through, we're taught to, you know, not really, you know, feel things, uh, dust it off and and get moving. Um, I, you know, and I see it still today. I see parents, when a little girl falls and scrapes her knee versus a little boy, there's a difference there. And, mm. uh, um, and I, I think that makes a big impact in how we connect with who we are and the ideas that, that, that we, uh, you know, put out into the world. And I, I think that's, that's huge. It, it, it's, uh, this, this connection that we have uh, with our feelings, um, needs to be explored more. And I, and I, still struggle with this i've gotten so much better um since my father's passing and really kind of diving into these thoughts and emotions but it was it was it was you know looking at back on my days and seeing where i um would get too angry um i would uh, you know not treat myself well my inner bully was oh he was rough on me i called my inner bully arnold (laughs) Hey, you're laughing know. probably because you inner bully stuff on you too. am I did I hear that correctly? Yeah, kind of. I
0: just <laughs> like the idea of an inner bully <laughs> called Arnold after Arnold Schwarzenegger, I suppose, huh?
1: yeah, see, exactly. so he, my father was German, and he uh, uh, he was tough. He was just a he grew up after World war two and uh, and they moved from germany to australia when he was 12 um he went straight to work at 12 um and been has work been working ever since
0: mm. uh
1: up to his his passing and um that's tough. yeah 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 and his father was even rougher on him and i think that's you know that's where it stems from we we, we sort see of how
0: personally haven't we yeah. yeah yeah we're so gentle to uh kids
1: yeah yeah and and you know we do we need to create resilient kids but resilient where they're pushing down their feelings
0: yeah, yeah, that, yeah. there's a, that,
1: there's a sure. difference there yeah yeah like it's okay to be angry it's okay to be sad you know you know it's not shut up and you know stop crying which how the era that I grew up in um you know it, it's about talking to our kids about, you know, these things and helping process it, um, which, you know, uh, I didn't have that as well. You know, my mom did a a fairly good job, but, um, you know, a lot of that stems from my dad. And so, yeah, over the years, as I've really kind of dove into this stuff, the triggers have really, my emotional triggers have really kind of helped, helped me on this journey and really helped me open up to be a lot happier, feel this stuff going on instead of pushing it down.
0: What, what? I mean, I guess gratitude's a big part of that. But is there anything else there that has helped you, you know, manage those emotions? Because I'm guessing that that that, uh, you know, your dad's passing was a big um, awakening to that. You know, connecting with those emotions and maybe expressing yourself a little bit more. I'm not sure, but um, has has there been any tools or techniques that you've used to, as a man, to sort of get in touch with your emotions and share it, them?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, that's a great question because I am, I am a, I am a, a doer, and I like to mm-hmm. think through things. Um, I like to write about things and process them, and then as I'm doing that, I teach others. Um, and so I created, and this is where I'm branding the dig to fly. Um, yeah. I, I created a, a dig to fly worksheet. And the idea, and I can um, send a link to use to for uh, the for the people yeah. listening right now. Yeah, cool. Um, but it's basically uh, it's the dig to fly method, and the idea is we all struggle with stuff. We all have to process stuff, and we all have to figure out how to do that. And this is what that worksheet does. And the idea is is taking your emotions, these struggles, and asking yourself five questions. Uh, do you want to try it? Do you have anything you're struggling with, and and you want to give it a go and see how well, it works?
0: Where do I begin? Struggling <laughs> with no. Um, Top of my head, I, I don't know a good good struggle that I've got right now. Um, sometimes I think I, I you know, that inner bully that you talk about. I struggle with putting a lot of pressure on myself. Um, and I'm a doer too. So I'll work and I'll work and I'll work. And sometimes that additional pressure gets to me where it sort of, if you burn out, you know, I'm actually about to go on a little bit of a holiday with the family. Um, cause I need that break and I've, I've put that into my schedule so I can have those breaks, but perhaps I still don't handle it as well as I could. I don't know if that's a struggle that we could work oh, through.
1: No, that's a great struggle. Yeah. Our inner bully. Okay. So how difficult is the struggle on a scale of zero to ten? This is the first question.
0: Hard question. So we're talking about the inner bully.
1: Yeah. How is how t- difficult is the struggle for you? Zero to ten.
0: See, I don't know, like, because I'm quite used to it, so I don't really find it as being. I, I know it's there, but um, you know, I wouldn't rate it really too high. I'd probably say six, maybe.
1: Okay. No, that's good. Yeah. So if anybody, whenever a client says ten, I'm like. You're not ready for this because it's, it's just too much. Like it's on, you're on overdrive. It's, it's nothing you can handle anything. I've had a client, you know, 9.9. I was like, okay, we have wiggle room here. This is okay. Like you have that 10th of a percent that you can, that you can work with. And so in your mind, if it's a six, so why do you feel this way?
0: Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel it's a six?
1: yeah you know, how why are you why are you feeling it uh you know, this struggle in this
0: way um well it's probably the six because i actually don't mind working and having that that pressure uh, because i feel it drives me to do more and and you know reaching goals is kind of rewarding um, so i think that that inner pressure is actually sometimes a really good thing but why i might feel like it's struggling sometimes is because it does it it um it creates anxiety with me. You know, I, I feel anxious some of the times.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. So in this anxiousness, is it is it a daily thing?
0: No, I wouldn't say it's a daily thing. There's certain days that are probably worse than others. Um, just depends on the, on the workload. But, you know, it seems like it, it doesn't stop because every time I think I'm on top of things, there's more that I want to do and put onto the list of to do's. And, um, and then there's that pressure from my inner bully saying, let's get it done. Let's do it. And so, you know, i work late. And, yeah. um, I guess that's, that's a big part of it too. You know, there's, there's, it'd be nice to have, I guess, more of the balance where I can, I can be at home at five. And, um, I don't know what I'd do to mind you. Cause I, i love to work, you know, but
1: yeah.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. Okay, so what are your expectations of this then?
0: what do you, uh, what do you mean?
1: So how do you how do you feel like are your expectations around you know feeling like this pressure? Like, do you expect it to always be there? Do you expect it to eventually go away? What are your uh, expectations? No,
0: I think it's it's finding it's finding, and I think I'm I am finding this. That's probably why it's a six two. Um, just how to manage it, you know, when to say that's enough, when to shut off, um, but also how to use it for the, the pros of having that inner, inner pressure um, of, you know, making me do it and making me um, commit to things and making me achieve the goals. I think that's really healthy because um, it gives you that level of purpose that makes you thrive. And as I said, like, as much as, you know, going home earlier in an afternoon would be nice, Um then what's the purpose of going home? What are you doing then? And that's something else I guess you got to battle with. Like, um, yes, I can spend time with family and things like that, um, but there's something else that I have to try and figure out how to do well as well, whereas I already know the work side of things and what I can do well there. So going to the other way, um, there's, there's probably a little bit of uncertainty around that. Like, well, what, what can I do, you know, if I get home earlier and have that extra time?
1: Uh, Which is more anxiety around it, right?
0: Which is probably more anxiety, like yeah. Okay. So you know, I should be spending time with the kids, but the kids seem to be occupied doing their things and okay, and then I have some guilt and, you know, all those things that you gotta work through. So Yeah. Um it's and, and the idleness. I don't like idleness. I like to be doing stuff. So um, you know, I can I can shut off on a weekend and I'll get home and I'll be in the kitchen and I love cooking, so I'll make, you know, sourdough bread and make dinner for the family and do all those fun things. So there is methods that i have to help me balance that that pressure um but there is still that pressure there on certain days where i just it gets to me it creates that anxiety and that's just not necessary so it's just finding um those moments and being aware of those moments so i can better measure better handle them in the time
1: good okay so what can you what are a few small things you can appreciate about this
0: about the pressure
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um, well, it gives me a lot of great things, you know. Mm-hmm. The achievement of the goals that I get, the success that I have from having that pressure, um, you know, I, I achieve a lot more than most people. I feel um, that's quite rewarding. I really, I really favour that. And then for the family, you know, what the, the, the life I can bring to my family is, uh, is fantastic through through that discipline I have and that that pressure I put on myself to achieve.
1: Good. Good, okay. So, what opportunities could come out of this this inner pressure?
0: Uh, more that achievement, you know, achieving mm-hmm. achieving those goals. Um, I think that there's a really opportunity. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, yeah, I'm not sure.
1: Now let's flip it. What are some opportunities if you if you reduce this pressure a little bit?
0: obviously the the reduced anxiety that you get from it maybe um healthier you know it -hmm. certainly would be healthier so time with family
1: and coming back to those expectations like where do you want to be what's your expectation like where do you want to be on that scale
0: on the scale of one to ten
1: yeah zero to ten like do you feel like you want to stay around like you're right like this is a good thing it it drives you but do you want to be a sex or do you want to be a three or a four or would you you know like to ramp it up a little bit like you know where yeah would you no like to- look
0: i think the midpoints it's fine um and i'm almost really there um you know there's a lot of uh stoic wisdom that i delve into at the moment you know trust the process i think if i i do all that i can um then I can't be upset or, or put too much pressure on myself if certain things don't, you know, fall on the line. Um, and I can take my foot off the accelerator a little bit easier, you know. I can stop at a certain point and just say, look, that's that's done, I've done a good job. You know, and be happy with, with uh, be grateful for what I've done. Um, I think that's where you can really find that balance.
1: And how can you do
0: that? Um, just through mindfulness and awareness, you know, bringing attention mm-hmm. to certain things. Um, you know, looking at what you're doing in a day and, and what's what's in your control and what's not and then sometimes looking at those things that's in your control that perhaps are not necessary um, that that seem to you know add to that additional pressure. Um, so clearing those cards and and just focusing on being a little bit more minimalist and, and the important tasks you know the the 8020 rule as such.
1: Good. No, that's really, it's an important realization. So how, how can you do that? How can you make this something that you're more aware of and you, you act on?
0: Well, it's just that awareness piece again. So daily, you know, practices. I, um, I don't know if you do mindfulness, but I, I certainly try mindfulness practices, um, and probably don't do it as much. So I could, I could probably increase that to help bring a bit more attention and awareness to to daily activities. Um, But certainly just focusing on on what's on the the agenda for the day. And, um, you know, I I set a few important goals and make sure that they're the ones that I focus on and get them done. That's great. The other ones that uh, are probably on the list that aren't so important, you know, I can sort of go, Oh, that's fine. I didn't get them done, but um, I can let go and not have that pressure on me because I can realize that they're not that important, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: mm, Oh, that's great. That's great. Good. So that's it. That's the dig to fly method. How dig do you feel fly. now?
0: I feel less pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, no, I mean, it's just one of those things. If you talk about things, you know, then then you bring awareness to it, don't you? Yeah, and you that's it. And, and you, you can't you can't bloody figure it out, and it'll and just keep building it up. So you got to yeah. talk and you got to listen, you know, and externally.
1: And and just and what I found too is is talking. Uh, I'm not a huge talker. I've been to therapy, um, but I love journaling. Um, and I'll do this on Sundays. So Sunday mornings, I'll just work on a struggle. And sometimes I don't even realize it's a struggle. It's like like you said, it just like this subtle little pressure that just keeps on tapping away at you, and you're mm-hmm. like wow like you know and and as you start to go through the questions it starts to you start to uncover stuff and uh, that to me is uh, just that practice is 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 the beautiful thing and and that's why you know uh, i'm making this switch to dig the fly because you know gratitude's in there you know number question number four uh, a few small things that you appreciate Mm. um because it helps that dopamine and serotonin release and that's the really amazing thing about gratitude is uh, there's no drug that's been able to figure out how to do both Um, and we are able to do it through just our thoughts right like it's an amazing process but the dopamine is the get up and go drug Um, it can like I'm excited to work on this project today, right? That's that dopamine release of like, yes, I'm going to go tackle this thing. Hmm. But it can also be the serotonin release of everything's okay. Like I am not being chased down by a lion right now. Yes, I have three things more on my to-do list and it's five o'clock and I'm not going to get to them, but that's okay. I'm grateful that I was able to do these three other things today
0: yeah 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 so you're and, saying that uh, gratitude um is, is the only thing that can help release those two things at the same time
1: it's it's a huge it's a huge tool in the tool yeah. belt
0: yeah. yeah yeah important okay that's yeah. pretty cool the yeah. um i mean the idea of journaling certainly i used to journal religiously daily uh, and same i meditated daily and I've broken those practices, um, which sometimes disappoints me. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, you know what? Um, I shouldn't be so hard on myself because you, you you get into certain routines, you know, and then if you stop doing them, you you, you do you can beat yourself up. So I've tried to be gentle on myself um, about those things, and maybe it's it's practices that I can get into. But I started feeling a lack of value in in the process of of not so much meditating, but but journaling particularly. Um, but like you said earlier, maybe it's just finding you know a method that works for for the individual, um, and and a structure that works for you as well. Um, so and maybe that's like what you do on a Sunday. Um, is is there? I mean, do you journal every day?
1: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, every night I have an evening routine. Okay. Um, and because
0: what does what that I look found- like? I mean, do you do you put the kids to bed and go into the office or?
1: Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, uh, put the kids to bed, uh, finish up any work that I got. Um, usually about a half hour, uh, you know, 45 minutes. And then, uh, depending on how much time, um, spend some time with my wife, maybe, we'll just kind of sit down at the table, chat for a little bit. Um, she's a counselor at an elementary school, so mm-hmm. she's usually doing some work too. And then, um, uh it's basically i go into what i call the sore routine um simplify observe appreciate and reflect um sometimes i just i just take just a few minutes to do it i like to kind of say to do one minute for each um but the idea is to simplify what's going on in my mind my surroundings um and just help it helps calm me you know if i put some stuff away that is, you know, out on the floor or some toys or whatever. Um, maybe I find something I don't use anymore and I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to donate this or I'm going to, I'm going to throw this away. Um, and then I, I write down, uh, usually at the end of the day of my workday, I write down things that I need to do so I don't have to worry about it. It's on my list. I'm going to get to it. And it's not nagging at me, you know, like, oh, don't forget this. Don't forget that. It's on my list. If I think of something, I just add it to my list. And so just simplify what's going on. Um, I take a a few, about a minute to just observe. Where's tension? Where am I? Do I feel tension in my jaw, my neck? Lately, it's been kind of looking down at my laptop more than I like to kind of like, you know, like you say, you just get into these routines and all of a sudden an hour goes by and you've just been in one position and all of a sudden your muscles are all sore and tense. And so, um, I noticed that. And then I, I, I just take kind of uh, uh, note of that and I say, okay, okay, tomorrow I need to get up and do some more stretch breaks. Um, and then, um, I appreciate. So I do, I just think of things I'm grateful for. Um, I write them down. Uh and then, you know, just to kind of capture, you know, I was grateful for my cup of tea this morning because and this is important if anybody wants to keep a gratitude journal, your what and your why. Mm. The why is what goes to the core of you. If you just say, I'm grateful for a cup of coffee, yeah, that's great. But why are you grateful for it? And then yeah, you start yeah, to re- yeah. start to get a deeper understanding of what you what really gets you, you know, makes you happy, gets you excited about things.
0: Well, I think that's um, the the thing with the gratitude practice. You know, I when I first was introduced to it, I, you know, I just felt it it felt a little bit phony because people weren't delving into the why. They were just saying, yeah, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for this seat that I've got. You know, without actually <laughs> thinking about um, the why behind it. Yeah, um, and I think yeah, you got it, don't you? Otherwise, it's just a pointless exercise.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just like watching um, some fluff TV show, right? You know, it's like it's okay, it gets you by, but it doesn't really create any emotions inside of you. You know, that's the whole and, sort
0: and, of personal development space that I've I've found o- over the years. It's it, there's a lot of that that fluff, you know. Yes, it's, it's, yes. It's nice to just be yeah, happy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if people don't really delve into it, you don't figure shit out. And it's very short lasting.
1: Exactly. Like I I feel like over the past couple of years, I've had some many breakthroughs of just watching my thoughts and seeing myself attacking myself, other people, uh, clients, uh, you know, just getting letting the anger just simmer, you know, and not, you know, not reaching that level 10, but like letting it get to a six. And I'm just like, like it's doable and handleable, but I'm like, wait a second. Like, why am I still angry? Like 10, 15 minutes later. um, And just noticing that stuff. And I'm like, wow, okay. I got some work to do in this area. And that's Mm -hmm. like, you know, that watching those emotions, like, You know, um, you know, my sons came in and interrupted us. I don't know if you edited it out or not, but uh, I'm debating that. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, is, you know, this is life. And, you know, and they're 11 and five. And I let them know, like, I'm busy. But, you know, if they do forget, they are young. Um, I used to get really mad. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy where it's like, You know, they can't come talk to me because they're just afraid I'm going to blow up. Um, It's not fair to them. I don't want to have that build that relationship with them. So I'm much more uh, patient and uh, amiable uh, towards them now because I've been practicing these stuff, noticing this stuff. And it's been hard. It's really doing this deep work and and paying attention. And that's that last part is reflection, the SOAR method reflect just take a a minute or two to look back on your day and one thing is look at what you've done well this is so you know talk about inner bully like i i need to do this this is this is the must of you know every night if i if if i don't have time to clean up and i as long as i made my list i'm okay you know for simplify and observe i can i can observe what's going on in like 10 seconds I can appreciate in, in, just a few seconds too. And, and, uh, you know, your thoughts move fast, but reflection, you know, thinking back what I did well yeah. is so important because we don't do that enough. We don't think about, so I actually write them down every day, every night. Um, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll just kind of breeze through, um, the gratitude stuff, but I, I write down what I did well. Um, because I don't think I, you know, especially for my dad, I I can't remember, uh, I could probably count on my both hands how many times he said, thank you to me. Um, and then once I'm in a good spot, I, I, in a gentle way, I'm like, okay, what can I do a little better tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Not to beat myself up, but just to like, keep growing. Um, and it could be, I, before I join a meeting, um, I want to take one deep breath. Like that was, um, one of the things I I did last week. Like I kind of got into my routine of like next, next, next. And I was like, no, slow down, take a breath and just think about how lucky you are to be in this moment right before the meeting starts. Mm. And man, it's done wonders for my attitude. Oh, I can't I can't tell you and and just and and what's really cool about having evening routine is that your subconscious works while you sleep. So whatever you're doing the three most important the three things you think at the end of the day and the most important and most impactful thing that you've that you did that day. So if you had an argument with somebody or you laughed a lot with somebody, those things uh, stick with you. And so You can't really control that as much because that's just, you know, uh, more of a natural thing. But you can you can control the things that go into your brain and you think about at the end of the night. So if you're watching a thriller at the end of the night, like, well, what do you how do you think you're going to sleep? If you watch a horror film, you know, and turn it off and turn out the light and try to go to bed, how do you think you'll sleep? Right. And so. That's so important, and our subconscious works as we sleep. It solidifies our memories, so if we practice gratitude, if we practice things we've done well, Mm. we're going to wake up with more confidence. We're going to wake up happier. You know, it's just, it's what we're, you know, we have a software, a really cool software program, but if we just allow it to do whatever it wants, then we're not taking full um, we're not utilizing to its full extent and I think that's why an evening routine is so important for people
0: yeah how did you get like what what do you, how did you get into your evening routine like what were the ways that you sort of because I, I find that you know for me personally and I'm sure many others are the same you, you start that routine and, and after time it, it really embeds it like my morning routine um is is much better than an evening routine and trying to get into an evening routine of journaling, for example, I've tried that and it just couldn't stick. Um, Is there any sort of ways you help others or have helped yourself get into certain routines?
1: Yeah. So when I work with my clients, like we talked about, we always talk about your why, why do you want an evening
0: routine? Yeah. Yeah. Once
1: you understand that, right. That, you know, I want an evening routine because I want to be, I want to sleep better. I want an evening routine because I want to, you know, not have so much tension, um, in my body at the end of the night. I want an evening routine because I, I, you know, I want to put positive thoughts into my brain, um, before bed. Um, so I wake up with more energy. Um, and for me, it always came back to energy. Uh, and what I noticed was when I started my evening, evening routine, it was just a gratitude journal. Yeah. Um, And then I've expanded it out to the simplify, observe, appreciate, and reflect. Um, And when I did, I wake up feeling excited. I wake up with more energy. I I have a a little dance in my step. And so, and reflecting on that, right? Like, hey, when I did this, this was the outcome. And remembering how I felt. So same thing with like people who run, um, uh, we, we get that dopamine hit, right. That, mm. that, you know, we get the adrenaline running, we feel great. Now the people who really tune into that and we're like, Oh yes, I love this feeling yeah. and remember it. We do this with alcohol. I mean, think of, you know, I, I don't know. I don't drink anymore, but I used to, but yeah. I like, I remember thinking every time I would drink, I would try to reach that feeling of when I felt, when I had this memory of, and I still have this, when I I walk by an outdoor patio and people are drinking, my mouth still salivates because I remember having so many joyful memories of sitting outside and laughing and drinking a beer. Um, And it just... Uh, just played it uh, that movie played again and again and again in my head that it's you know that became my set point and then it was like every time I was outside I'd order a beer mm-hmm. and I um for me I didn't it 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 really messed with my sleep um and I stopped drinking because um you know I would I, I woke up that? four years ago okay yeah, yeah. How old so I'm are you now?
0: 44 now 44. i'm
1: 44 now yeah
0: stop um, drinking at 40 hey?
1: hey yeah yeah and it was one of the best decisions i made for my health yeah i i sleep better and that that's the thing is in sleep is the uh, the recuperator that uh, mm, it yeah, it's really helps us oh yeah. it's so vital
0: and How'd you find it, that, I, like stopping, because um, I don't know if your wife drinks or not, but I'm sure you had buddies and, you know, your, your social scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I would just talk about it. I'd be open about it and uh, just say, oh, yeah, stop. I didn't make a big deal of it. You know, I try not to draw attention to it. Um, and, you know, at first, you know, everybody would be like, come on, let's go get a drink. And I'd be like, oh, I'll go out, you know, and and then people would order drinks. I'd order a water you'd be surprised how people don't notice so I had a, a close friend come over um, <laughs> and I I offered him some beer and he drank a couple of beers and uh, he's like hey let's go out for a beer and I was like oh yeah I'll go out I don't drink though and he's like what I came over to your house and we and we had beers together I was like I didn't drink and he didn't even notice <laughs> And it was, and that's uh, people, we're so caught up in how people mm. think about us, but we don't realize is, as long as you're there and you're yourself and you make jokes and you have fun, um, they don't care. And, yeah. I, I, yeah. and that's kind of how, that's, that's why I quit. That's nah, not why I quit, but that was a, a big part of why I've never gone back to it.
0: Yeah, I like it. What, um, mate, how can, how can you've got a lot of things going on and, and, um, yeah, certainly some great, inspirational things you've shared today that i'm old t- certainly take away i'm sure the audience will as well but they'd probably like to connect with you more i mean is that yeah i know you're you're relaunching but is it still yeah. um the same website for you at the moment bring uh it no
1: so probably by the time this goes live i don't know how long how long will this take next week next week might not be live by then. Uh, so yeah, bringgratitude.com dot is probably, uh, but eventually that will move to digtofly.com.
0: But dig when D-I-G this goes G-Lo-fly. live, dig to fly. Yep, dig
1: to fly like dig deep to fly high. Yeah, dig to fly
0: I'll stick that link in there as well, guys. So check it out at theevanwyler dot com. Uh, both links will be there, and one will be live at that time when it comes live.
1: Cool. Oh man, this is great. I had a blast.
0: Nice conversation. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
0: Well um I'll connect soon, mate, and guys out there listening, um, connect with Carl. Until next time, peace, passion and purpose. See you soon.
1: Thanks
0: everybody. Thanks for having me.